And now, this is the DDT Wrestling Podcast with DC Matthews and Doc Manson. Hey, Doc Manson. At Doc Manson. Yes, DC Matthews at the DC Matthews. How are you? Um, I'm good, I guess. Uh, nothing to complain about that I can think of. Um, I mean, maybe I'd complain that I'm not having one of those delectable frozen delights that you are currently shoving into your gaping maw. A Yasso chocolate fudge bar. I have fallen in love with these things. I have eaten probably... This is my second one today. Come on. Um... Yeah. I had one after I made myself dinner, and I was like, this is so tasty. I want another one to share with my best friend, Duck. Uh-huh. So, so really, this this is just for my benefit. Well, I, there's mutual pleasure in it. You is, can is live there? vicariously. Ah. Yeah, yeah, I hear that. <laughs> Hold on. Vamp for a little bit. Oh, man. DC and that... That fan of his making all the noises. But he took care of it, and he didn't even drop his chocolate bar. I'm proud right. of him. Thank you. Yeah. I, I believe I've told that story of how I punched and broke the glass bowl. So we have a ceiling yes. fan. Yes, you have. And it had the bulb cover, and I was putting a shirt on and reached up in my joy to put a shirt on. Because, And... Just shattered it. Have you? I was, a sh- I was a shatter machine. So what you're? Okay, nice reference. I'll give you props for that first. Uh, Thank second, you. second order of business. You told that story what feels like quite some time ago, <laughs> and oh, this and- has been years. This has been years of just a bare bulb, like interrogation style at the precinct. We went out to our, our local hardware store to buy. Covers, because the one in the bedroom is broken, too. Also, my fault. I didn't punch that one, but I didn't tight. When I went to change the bulb, I didn't tighten the screws, and so you, it fell. You live in an apartment complex, right? Yeah. I mean, in theory, you have people who would take care of that sort of thing. Yeah. So why haven't you just notified them? Um, it really, outside of the clicking... It doesn't bother me. Uh, you have it, an exposed light bulb in two of your rooms, apparently. One of yeah. which is your bedroom. To be fair, um, we don't turn on that light. That light, the, the fan goes on, but the light does not. As a scientist, walk me through the risks of an exposed light bulb. I mean, I'm not going to say there's a risk necessarily, it's more just that's awful harsh light that you could have a cover over and you pay, so, you literally pay people to take care of this stuff for you. We went to the hardware store to buy the covers. Well, I don't even understand why you went to buy the covers. Why not just tell management? The effort required to clean it's, this apartment enough to warrant oh. having anyone else come in, even, even the maintenance people. 
this is not a big enough problem. When the microwave broke, when the sound came on and the lights came on, but the food didn't get hot, we called and got a new microwave. I'm going to guess that the microwave broke after the light, and you did not have them take care of this when they came to fix the microwave. No. No, you didn't, or no, I'm wrong? No, I didn't. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. DC, <laughs> as a friend, yes, I, I urge you, I urge you to take care of these things. Okay. I know owning a home is not high on your priority list, but, you know, telling management... There is a really, really nice one, not too far from you, in fact, in the same town with which you currently reside, or in which you currently reside, but, uh, but yeah. Yeah, it would it would be a really easy fix. But there, there are certain things like this kind of thing. Again, this only bothers me because Mrs. Matthews never comes into this room, and I don't unless I'm looking right at it, which is annoying. I don't care. But I'm a very, very simple person, as we all know. Well, um, can I tell that- you I'm excited about this because. Not a lot's going on in the world of wrestling. Maybe in the greater world of wrestling, yes. But in the microcosm of WWE, which is where you and I primarily reside, not a lot's happening. So I really did think this show should be as non-wrestling a DDT wrestling as possible. So the fact that we spent the first five minutes and 15 seconds talking about the fact that I can't adult to save my life as I eat my Jell-O pudding pop for all intents and purposes... Your second Jello pudding pop. There was a day where uh, it was a weekend day. I had four, and that was a good. <laughs> was a good day. I thought, I thought you were cleaning up the diet. I thought you, you had at your urging three points, three points. Which for a for a frozen confection, this is the best. You're going to get now when you eat four of them in a day. But that was before I decided many, to clean up my act. How many points does one get for a day? Because three points means nothing to me if you get a oh, thousand points. Uh, no, <laughs> I get uh, 44, which, if you know Weight Watchers, has given you an idea of what I'm dealing with. So, again, not a huge compared to. Any other sort of ice cream or thing. The only thing better than this would be uh, a fudgesicle and get that crap out of my house. Fudgesicles are awful. Okay. Fair enough. How are you feeling? Um, not 100% better yet, but <clears throat> getting there. Uh, still something going on in the upper sinuses, if you really must know. Every time I, I, I get... Still, I can still hear a little <clears throat> bit of just yeah. kind of... St- Je ne sais quoi in in the in the nasal passage. Every time I get into the car to drive somewhere, my my ears block up, and it's it's horrible. So, just waiting for that to completely go away. But so I assume that means that you've not worked in the last two weeks because then you don't have to get into the car. <laughs> no, I've I've been working right along, good sir. All right, how's uh, summer sessions going? It's going well. I'm trialing some new exercises, which are. So far, going well. I'm now developing some alternative practical exams. Um, the first one's done. The second one I am just really started working on, but I've already made some good progress. Um, I think it's going to be good. 
is that something that you added to the job? Like, could you have just maintained the status quo the entire time and yes. nobody would have said anything? You're just choosing to improve it because that is the type of person that you are? Well, I mean, if a faculty member were to come to me and say, improve this, then I'd have to improve that. But that's not the case here. It's just this guy basically says, yeah, do whatever you want. I'm good with it. And so, yes. I'm doing this it for my an, own accord. This is an odd question that is is kind of apropos to nothing, but do you consider Doc Manson to be a perfectionist? No, not in the slightest. Okay. I didn't think so, but, you, you know, you you can be a self-motivator when the fancy strikes you, so I didn't um, know if... I don't know that I'm really self-motivated much at all. You're choosing to change these things, and no one has told you to do so. Well, that's true, but... When I look at something and I see that there's something wrong, I feel compelled to make it better if it's within my ability to do so. So what I'm hearing is you would have called maintenance like the second day after you punched the light bulb and just gotten it fixed. Yeah. That's what I'm hearing. As opposed to me, where it's like four years of essentially living in... Can I Not tell solitary. you, like, two weekends ago, I, 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 or maybe three weekends ago, no, I dug up the old lamp post in the front of the yard because it was clearly rotted through. It was, you know, I caught it last winter bending at a 45-degree angle to the lawn, and I pushed it back into place, uh, packed down some rocks, but I knew that was only a temporary fix. I dug that thing out of there, which was only barely placed into the ground. It was a foot... Um, like I said, the wood was rotted through. It wasn't cemented in any way. I went out. I got myself a four by four uh, post, eight feet long. I put that into a bucket. I filled it with concrete. I mixed it. I put it together. I dug a hole two feet in the ground, about um, I would say, you know, a, a square, about uh, eighteen inches by eighteen inches, so I could put the bucket down in there. Leveled it, filled it, put it back up put a uh, nice vinyl sleeve over the top of the 4x4 post, and then at the top, I uh, I wired a new lamp. And then, since we had a new lamp on top of the post, I then went to the two lamps, sconces, whatever you want to call it, on the two sides of the front door. I took those down. I uh, rewired two new matching lamps for those spots, and then I cocked around them to weatherproof. And here we are. That's what I honey, would have done. Honey, we can't buy a house. <laughs> I'm sorry, but we can't. <laughs> you you um, could do this stuff. You don't want to do this stuff. But, hey, you, you could do it. I think you're fully capable of doing it. But, hey, if you don't want to do it, you don't have to do it. It's you can call it people to do this stuff. It's not that even I wouldn't want to. I, I could appreciate seeing a problem on a property and trying to fix it. It is just... You could do it. You are capable. These are not handy hands. They don't have, have to be. I'm not that handy. I mean, I am you light years compared... You a lamp post. It's not hard. It's... It, it's the lamp was pre-existing, so they, they already had ran the electrical conduit to the previous lamppost. It's just a wire, and in the wire there are three um, – I mean, it, it, you know, it's, it's this thick wire. Then inside there, there's actually just three wires. There, there, there's a hot, there's a neutral, yep, and there's a ground. One's covered in black, 
plastic, one's covered in white plastic, and one is just a copper wire. And then you, you take your new lamppost, you connect the black one to the black one, the white one to the white one, and the copper one to the copper one. That's all you do. And then you screw it onto in, the post. In your description, total, had I tried it, I'd have killed myself four times. I'd have found a way to drown in the concrete. <laughs> I'd have electrocuted myself. The post would have fallen Step and hit me in the face. one is you go to the fuse box or the circuit breaker. It's more likely circuit breakers these days. And you turn off whatever that circuit. If you can't figure out what circuit it is, you just turn off the whole panel. Turn off electricity to the entire house. You go upstairs. You go to the light switch that normally turns on your light. You flip it up and down. The light doesn't come on. There's no electricity going to that that appliance anymore you can't electrocute yourself there's no risk i'm glad to know that you know these things because if we do wind up buying a house uh you will you will be called i will pay you in whatever sort of food you can eat <laughs> we can record it if you want sure so people have a record of doc manson just being able to be as condescending as possible but, no it's it's funny though because like i was getting ready to do all this stuff with the lamp and with the other fixtures and stuff and it was funny because we were i don't know if it was home depot it was after we gotten home we had bought all this stuff but mrs manson just looked at me and she's like I don't know how you know how to do all this stuff. And I just looked at her and the answer I gave her was honest. And it's, I don't know how to do this stuff. I'm just going to do it. Like, I don't really, I've never done it before. It, okay. I just, I have a basic idea of how it works. I mean, the poles in the ground, you want to make it level. That's it. I mean, you know, I've read the instructions. It said to put it into concrete. I put it into concrete. I don't know. The concrete bag said to mix this much concrete with four quarts of water. You, know, you don't have to mix it because I got the quick set stuff. I don't know. Just doing it. I recall a time um, when the champ, Papa Matthews, and I uh, were trying to replace our mailbox. Yeah. Seven hours later. Um, he was buried in the driveway. And <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you didn't have strong male role models. That's fine. I, I had plenty of strong male role models. I did not have the fixer-upper guy. There was no one that I knew no. that and was a fixer-upper. And I'll admit it. I, I mean, I will admit. I say that, there's, that I don't know what I'm doing. but And while I don't, while I've never done this stuff before, I will admit I sort of just through osmosis – sort of learned some of this stuff, I think, from watching my dad, because he was that sort of quintessential home improvement, mm -hmm. you know, handyman. He was type on a first guy. name basis from the local hardware store. Yeah, and like, like don't get me wrong, like I he never really taught me how to do that stuff. It wasn't like, you know, I'm gonna teach my kid how to use these power like power tools scare the shit out of me, to be honest. Like and I think if I were to use a, a, a an electrical saw, a, a, a table saw, I'm pretty sure I'd lose some digits. Like I, yeah. I, I don't trust myself to do that kind of work. But what's interesting now, talking about my dad, who again, we didn't that was not something we did. When we were able to take the air conditioner out of the window and put it in the crawl space without it falling on the ground or scraping the floors. Like we high fived like that. <laughs> I mean, there is something to that. That's a difficult that's the level. That's the level of thing. But 
now that he's retired and has gotten into wood carving, he has all manner of power tools that he is using, and and I am in awe because yeah. But didn't he need surgery to replace a leg, to repair a leg? Yeah, but that was with a hand tool because he didn't use okay. a glove, so he missed and literally just severed a tendon in his finger with a hand tool. Can I tell you though, um, using a glove with a lot of power tools not recommended. Just FYI. Like, if you're going to use a drill or something, yeah. don't wear gloves. But I am going to need to increase dramatically my home improvement literacy. Lawn care, have no concept. My parents always paid for someone to take care of that sort and of thing. And you can do that. There's no reason why you can't. I understand that we can do that, but I don't think that we're going to want to do that. We're going to want to... You know, try to well, do some of these things ourselves. But. but I'll be honest with you, like just as a new homeowner and as you know, I had to acquire all of the tools necessary to do, I mean, I had to buy a tractor. I had to buy a, a spreader for fertilizer. I had to get whatever this, that and the other thing like there is a cost an upfront cost with all of those things. And if you decide that you don't want to do that stuff, like the cost of paying somebody to do that. Yeah. Okay. Eventually it's going to eclipse what you spent on those tools, but it's not necessarily the wrong way to go. If you've got the disposable income, like it's going to cost you way less upfront. And after you make a huge purchase, like a house, you might not be comfortable then going out and spending a decent chunk of change on some of those other pieces of necessary equipment. You know what I mean? I mean, I don't think there's anything wrong with not doing that stuff stuff if it really doesn't interest you and you've got, again, the income to do it. Um. You know, I and again, part of it is just, like, my science fair thing was I made a paper mache planetarium and then punched Nick yeah. in yeah. the face <laughs> when he broke the tail off my comet. <laughs> and I chased him across the gym and punched him because he broke the tail off my comet. That's my science fair story. That's Wait, the what? only one I know. Why are you giving me a science fair story? I'm talking about the fact that like, you may have been the kind of kid who played with circuits and kind of figured out how electricity worked. I was amazed. We have one of those lamps yeah. where you tap the base and it like has the three settings. Um, I figured out, I read online that you could take, because it was too far for me. Like in, it's next to my bed, so I took tin foil and I folded it and taped it down to the to the the nightstand. So now it comes down right by the bed, and so I can tap that. That blew my mind that I could use tin foil. What a world, Doc! <laughs> We're twenty minutes in. What have we learned? DC Matthews, very very perceptive and intuitive when it comes to certain things. Um, incredibly stupid in every other arena of life. I just, just think you, I think you're, you are a, it's the only time I'm ever going to give you a compliment. So thank you. You, I'm you excited. are, an, you are an intelligent individual. You may not have the knowledge base for this stuff, but I have no doubt that you can do it. I, I probably could. It's just, it, it will be a combination of needing to know the information and wanting to acquire it. And, and I really I think it'll be certain things, certain things I will learn. Happily, and certain things I will start to learn and go, you know what? I will pay someone else who knows. Well, like that morning when uh, Mrs. Manson was in the shower and she went to adjust the shower head and clink the the, the <laughs> oh, pipe. No. The, the pipe which connects the shower head into the wall, where it goes into the wall, had broken off. And like she was just standing there. 
clearly in the nude, I guess, because she was in the shower, <laughs> with a shower head with a pipe attached to it and a hole in the wall going, uh, what? <laughs> and so when I saw was this, I said... water out of it, or at least was well, no, water... but when you tur- Well, there would have been, I suppose, but if you turn off the faucet, since that's, you know, mid-pipe, okay. that, that turns yeah. off the water right. flow. Um, so I looked at I looked at that, and I said, I don't know. <laughs> called a plumber like yeah. i again that's probably something i could have figured out but i was mm-hmm. just looking at it and i was like i'm sure a plumber is going to be able to handle this without much difficulty i'm gonna probably make a mess of that drywall and end up having to not only learn how to do the piping but also then how to repair drywall and paint it i'm just gonna call somebody and you know what for like 80 dollars later it was all done and fixed and everybody was happy so yeah done <laughs> All right. Well, that said, I have sweated copper pipes before, so I probably could I'm, do my own. Plan. I'm, I'm picturing you, sleeveless t-shirt, gym shorts, running, and just little copper pipes are just falling down your body. Because when I hear sweating copper pipes, that's what I think of. Okay. I, I'm assuming that's not what it is. It's soldering the joints. You know, you get a solder, a butane. Uh, torch and just yet another way dc matthews dies at the age of 35 get yourself an asbestos cloth that you can put behind the pipe so you're not like lighting your uh joices on fire and then you know you just sort of heat up the pipe and you just speaking a foreign language right now all right all right again if we buy a house hopefully it'll be in the relative vicinity of you and (laughs) doc I broke this now. Come on over. <laughs> yeah, right. All right. I'm not Fair calling enough. tall guy, that's for sure. Not no. calling tall guy. Don't call tall guy. <laughs> tall guy <laughs> is tall guy. <laughs> I saw photos of him on the Book of Face recently. Okay. Um, it looked as though he and some of his douchier friends may have got into home beer draft uh, making, be- home beer brewing, I guess. That sounds I, – I have I've gotten rid of the book of face, at least my personal one. Um, mm. So I am, I am wonderfully out of the loop when it comes to those things, having, though having you said that, I am not at all surprised. Yeah. I, 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 am, I am on the verge of closing down my book of face because – it it does nothing but bring me anxiety and it is it was one of the better decisions i made in 2018 i don't miss it uh mrs matthews still has it so she'll connect me she'll be like hey we have puppet friends that are apparently having a party do you want to go and i'll be like no but thanks for sharing <laughs> in all fairness um even with my having a profile on that site that's already the dynamic in the household because I never look at it except for yeah. occasionally. Um, mostly I open the app to get rid of the the notification badge. Yeah. I look at the notifications, which is never anything that I'm ever interested in. And then I close the app until the notification thing comes up again and I want to get yeah. rid of it. No, I used to scroll through and be like, oh, look, this person's having a second child. Oh, look, this person's vacationing in some tropical place. Oh, look. I don't have a light bulb cover. Well, you should take a picture of that. <laughs> I'm gonna restart my book of face solely for that picture. Yep, I think that's All a right. good idea. Um, we should at least talk some wrestling. We are on the way to Money in the Bank. It is not this weekend; it is next weekend. It's Ooh. almost here. 
uh, including a takeover before it. We oh. haven't talked about that, but there's there's stuff going on at TakeOver. Okay. Well, Have you watched any NXT recently? I tried to watch... Well, so last night, I got the hankering to watch some wrestling. So I was on my computer. I was upstairs because uh, the dog was going bonkers, barking at everything downstairs. I couldn't take it anymore. I went upstairs. And I was going to entertain myself on my computer, which I hardly ever do anymore. And I said, I'm going to watch Raw from this week. I'm going to go and I'm going to watch it on Hulu. And so I opened up the Windows 10 uh, store and I looked up Hulu and there it is. And I clicked the install button and it goes to install itself and it gives me an error. And then it tries to reinstall itself and it gives me an error and it tries to reinstall itself. And it gives me an error and finally it just times out and it's like, ah, oh, we couldn't do this. I don't know. And so I just kind of looked at it and said, well, I guess I won't watch Raw. Instead, I will open up my WWE Network app, which I already have installed. And so I opened it up. It was like 7.30, 7.40, somewhere in there. And I, I saw that there was an NXT currently playing, but it was an old one from a few weeks ago. Not even the one leading up to the one that they were about to start playing at 8 o'clock. Why would you do that? No, it's from several weeks ago. So I see that, but then I say, I'm not going to bother doing that. And I'm in the app, and I look at the schedule and the schedule, there's the 8 o'clock show for NXT. That's the one I want to watch. And right next to it, for some reason, there's a button that says watch now. And I said to myself, well, this hasn't aired yet. So how could it possibly allow me to watch it now? But I mean, there's a button, so I'm going to click on it. I'm going to see what happens. So I clicked on that watch now button. And what happened is it came up. It started playing a stream. It, it showed me that splash screen where they give you all the disclaimers. And then it gave me the, 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 the music or whatever that they play over over the next splash screen that comes up. And then finally, when it would normally cut to whatever show it is you want to watch, uh, it came up with a screen that says, oh, you can't watch this because it hasn't aired yet. And I said, well, no. F- <laughs> And that was the end of your wrestling watching? Is that what you said? Pretty much. I I, I swore at it, and then I closed the window, and I didn't go back at 8 o'clock. There used to be. um, (laughs) There's something wrong with me. I just, like, why should that frustrate me enough to not? Well, it's, it's, it's one of many things. You came up, the dog was annoying you first. Let's break this down. Well, true. The dog was annoying you first, so you came upstairs. So you already came upstairs in a mood, let's say. True. Then you go to get Hulu, which you already, I'm assuming, pay for, so you just want to install it, and it gives you an error, so you've been thwarted again. Uh So then you go to this option, you think you have found a way to watch it, maybe even like some sort of odd hack that allows you to watch it a little earlier, and you go through all of the rigmarole, like you're almost at the then, now, forever screen, and it doesn't work. So I can understand where that would be rather frustrating. And then I closed the app. Yep. And by the time 8 o'clock rolled around, I was doing something else. So Yeah. No, um, there used to be a way. I remember there used to be, because it would be uploaded at a certain time. So you could, if you got there at 7.30 or so, you could watch that week's NXT. But then they wound up fixing it somehow so that it wasn't yeah. able to work. Um, I haven't watched this week's. I enjoy, you know, I, I'm looking forward to TakeOver, because TakeOvers are usually always pretty good. Let me ask um, you a question. Who's the women's sure. champion? Who's the women's champion? The Queen of Spades, Shayna Baszler. Okay, I'm already not interested in a large 
large important match of that show. That's not true because she's wrestling somebody that you really like. I don't think it matters. Okay. Then go ahead and tell me who it is. Nikki Cross. I don't think it matters. Okay. That's fair. But yes, we're getting... Uh, hey, hey, how's Sanity doing on SmackDown? You know, since they got pulled up there during the uh, Superstar Shake-Up, how are they, how are they doing on uh, SmackDown these days? They wrestled at a house show this weekend, so very well. Thanks no, for no, asking. how are they doing on SmackDown, the show they were drafted to? They haven't appeared yet. Oh. Weren't they being teased, like, months ago now? Well, the authors of Pain... I did, you know, they, the problem is they called up so many people that they can't do everything with them. Almost seems so, like you shouldn't have called them up. I'm assuming Smack or Sanity rather will appear at Money in the Bank um, to probably take out the Bludgeon Brothers. I'm guessing we get a Bludgeon Brothers Sanity Rumble sort of thing. Okay. Um, but yeah, the the timing is weird as it always is. You know, they called up No Way Jose, and now he's doing a whole lot of nothing. So but we we knew that No Way Jose was going to do a whole lot of nothing. That's true. He has one of those um, gimmicks that he clearly was never going to do anything. But yes, but uh, to to kind of give you a sneak preview, we'll do our full preview next week after mm. your vacation. Um, Alistair Black versus Lars Sullivan for the NXT title. What? Lars Sullivan, your number one contender. What? Alistair Black went for Black Mass, and Lars Sullivan just caught his foot. It was pretty cool. That moment was pretty cool. I don't know why he's the number one contender. Uh, I'm not. I sure. mean, he, it'll be a fine match. But... He didn't even win a match for it. It was just Regal named him the number one contender. Uh, huh. Uh, we're getting Adam Cole versus Pete Dunne, I'm pretty sure, so that should be good. Sure. Uh, the Undisputed Era, Roderick Strong and Kyle O'Reilly will be wrestling Oni Lorcan and Danny Birch. What happened to the other guy? He's injured. What's his so, name? Bobby Fish. Bobby Fish. Fishman. So, so Roderick Strong has... Hey, remember when we had a Fishman who listened to this show? He, he every so often makes an appearance. Ethan the Fishman. Mm. We miss you, Ethan. If you're still listening, send us an email. Yeah, Fishman. Come on. Um... Ricochet versus Velveteen Dream. I mean, that will be good. Did you see the the gif of Ricochet doing the somersault over the ropes? Yeah, I saw that. That was pretty And cool. I was like, yep, that's what he does. <laughs> it was a pretty um, good moment, though. It was, but yes, you're also right. Um, let's see. The big news coming out of Raw is um, that Kurt Angle's got himself some help. Did you hear oh, about this? Nope. Um, Stephanie McMahon has decided that Baron Corbin. Oh no! Yes, sorry. I, I spoiled it because I'm not. I was trying to do too many things at once. Uh, Baron Corbin is now going to be the constable of Raw. He is now Constable Corbin, and he is going to be the eyes and ears for Stephanie McMahon. So, a new so checks and balances system. So what you're telling me is, I don't need to watch Raw ever again. I didn't see the moment, but I can't imagine an angle, pardon the pun, in which Baron Corbin's going to need to talk more ends well. 
I'm assuming this is going to lead to Kurt Angle versus Baron Corbin, probably at SummerSlam, maybe to try to get Baron Corbin back on the winning track if he beats a legend like Kurt Angle. But isn't the yeah. problem with Baron Corbin that A, he's terrible, and B, he alienated all of management? Yeah. So... Can't we just... You would think so. Send him back to Ring of Honor? Um, I would like that. Mm. I'm, I'm okay. I've never been a huge Baron Corbin fan, and uh, this hasn't changed it. Hey, okay. and Ronda are still feuding. Why? The B team are now the number one contenders. Because the they Raw beat tag team title. the bottom of the barrel. They beat, let's see, uh, Rhino the Revival, and- Slater and Rhino, Brizongo, Titus Worldwide, Drew McIntyre and Dolph Ziggler, and The Ascension. They beat them in a eight-way tag team match? Or? It was a battle tag team battle royal. The winners of which... So, at Money I in mean, the Bank. I mean, that's nice, I, I guess. I'm going but... to just say, this is my piece of positivity for the week. Because, again, I, I didn't watch a whole lot of wrestling this week. But the fact that IRS's sons, Bray Wyatt and Bo Dallas, are going to wrestle each other at a WWE pay-per-view event, to me, makes me very happy. I understand that's a very minor thing to care about. But for me, I'm very pleased. If this leads to Bo Dallas joining the Wyatt family or joining the Deleters of Worlds, I'm even happier, but I'm just happy it's happening. I would be much more satisfied with Drew McIntyre and Dolph Ziggler versus whoever. I, I, uh, that, I think that obviously is going to come down the pike. I don't think the B team's going to win the titles, or if they do, they will lose them the next night on Raw, perhaps two. Ziggler and McIntyre, but hmm. Hmm. again, uh, Sami Zayn's fighting with Bobby Lashley still. No one really knows why. Okay. Finn Balor and Kevin Owens apparently had a very good ladder match type thing to main event the show. So I know how big of a Finn Balor fan you are. So you should watch that. I'm guessing he did the coup de gras off the ladder. Correct. I hate the coup de gras. It's a terrible move. I, I really I enjoyed, don't like it at all. I enjoyed the double stomp, like just, you know, uh, who is it? Kevin Sullivan in WCW had a good double stomp, but a lot of it, he just literally ran the ropes and jumped up and stomped you in the gut. It it seems like it's going to break his leg one of these days. Mm. Uh, on SmackDown, Carmella called out Asuka. Oscar's gonna win, right? You would think so. Like, but it's still you're not gonna have Carmelo go over Charlotte and Oscar, right? Not unless there's major amounts of chicanery, like Mandy Rose, Sonya Deville, and the Iconics would have to all come out and beat up Oscar, and she'd have to lose essentially five to one. I just. I understand that no part of the WWE's business model involves, like, doing things that the fans will like. But you'd think that they would do things that the fans would like. 
Because I just, I, I, I know this is just me saying the same sort of thing over and over again, and you'll just tell me, if you don't like wrestling, don't watch it, and I'm not watching it. But it's just, I just, I can't, they've got so much talent in this company. If they would just, just give us what we want to see for a while, can you imagine what this company would be like if their most, like, dedicated fans were actually like, engaged and pleased by the product they were putting on. Can you imagine how incredibly popular they could be again? I think they would say we are already incredibly popular. We just made a billion-dollar deal. Like, our first quarter numbers looked really good. Like, they are very popular. And the problem with that is, the fault in that logic that I see it is, the hardcore fans are going to watch... Even if it sucks, they're going to complain about it, but they're going to keep yeah. watching. You know, it's it, it's going to take a lot for them to cancel the WWE network. So they've already got us. They need yeah. the casual fans. And but hey, Lucha Underground new season airs sometime soon. Okay, Lucha, Lucha, Lucha. Um, this should have been my piece of positivity, really. I don't know why I went with the, the Bo Dallas and Bray Wyatt. Uh, Becky Lynch beat Charlotte on SmackDown. Okay. Was it for something? Uh, no, but they're both in Money in the Bank, so it was just, you know, a battle of the best friends. Huh. And Charlotte tapped out. Hmm. So there's that. Okay. Uh, but that's really it. Again, like I said, it was it, from the sounds of it, it wasn't a bad week of wrestling, but there's just nothing happening because with only one pay-per-view a month. So let me ask you, yes. is this Becky Lynch's time? We'll have to talk about that next week because that's when we'll make our predictions and productions. Oh, um, well, I'll give you a hint. The answer is no. Yeah, you're probably right, but I, I was giving it a lovely little entertaining thought there because, again, I do think this is her one chance. I've said it before, but I'll say it again. This is her one shot. She's got to beat Carmella. What you're saying is this is her latest shot. Because if Asuka or Charlotte gets the belt, Becky's not getting it. Like, it makes sense for Becky to be the one to beat Carmella, and then she can lose it to somebody else. But I mean, Becky is actually really good. Like, if you want to tell me the story of Asuka versus Becky Lynch... Like, I think they could they could tear the house down. They could have some great matches. And while they have not built Becky to be the person to take it off of Asuka, I do think an extended feud with the two of them could leave Becky in a position where she was capable of taking that title from Asuka. Yeah. I could I could she, see it. She's the only member of the SmackDown women's roster that has the submissions like yeah, the figure eight's grand, but that's one move. Like, Becky's got the submission game. Like, she can meet Asuka on that playing field. Asuka's head or ta- head and shoulders above everybody else. Mm. Becky's the only one that I think, like, could give her a run for her money, so to speak. But that's the way I would tell that story. Sure, so. sure. All right, speaking of stories... We have email, and there are lots of stories in here, I bet. Podcast at DDTWrestling.com. We have nine of them today, although one is from, again, Ross Foreman from Impact Wrestling, so I don't know if we need to read that And one one of them looks like it's about the list. Oh, well, eventually we need to record another one of those shows. We will do that. 
yesterday came and I was like, oh man, <laughs> I should have mentioned that. All right, but our first one comes from Jeffrey, our friend without Twitter. Hello guys, I heard you read the emails this episode, and Jeremy still has Hotmail because he's old. What is worse, him still having Hotmail or me not having Twitter? Didn't we answer this already? Didn't we answer this last week? Well, this was no, this was six days ago. So he sent huh. this on Friday. We recorded right. on. Thursday. Also, can I add to the jobbers, Iron Mike Sharp, S D Jones, and Tiger Chung Lee? Thanks. P.S. Danielle sounds cool. See that Danielle? You got a shout out. Jeffrey from Massachusetts, who doesn't have the twitters, sent from his iPhone. Um. Yeah, we had made the list. Somebody had sent us a, you know, create 10 jobbers that we would like to see lose to Braun Strowman and Lars Sullivan. Iron Mike Sharp's a good pull. I liked Iron Mike Sharp. I didn't know, I don't know what? a lot about the other ones. Um, but yes, and what's worse, uh, Hotmail or Twitter? If you still have a Hotmail, that's fine. But it's a little weird. <laughs> My parents were still paying for Earthlink up until like two years ago. Some like, people you know, still pay for AOL. You know email's free, right? <laughs> uh, Mitchell Monroe did send us two emails this week. One was reconciling the list, so we will have to save that one. I'm going to have to make like a separate folder. Ross Foreman was telling about, us about an interview for Alicia Edwards. I don't know who that is. I don't either. So, here we go. Danielle sent us two emails. That's right, two and here's the first one. I'm assuming I'm reading this one. Oh, yeah. Part one. Shots, shots, shots. Hey, y'all. Hope y'all's summer is off to a great start. Well, summer doesn't start till June 21st. My family reunion is Saturday and Sunday this weekend. And I said last week that the reunion was in the southwest part of the state border. I actually meant southeast. Danielle. Come on. It's close to Texas and Arkansas. Also, it's interesting that we say Arkansas like Arkansas. Well, obviously. Weird southern thing said here in Oklahoma. Were you laughing because I mentioned that summer doesn't start till June 21st? And then you berated her about the southeast thing. And then you said Arkansas. I mean, it's one paragraph, two sentences, and... You've already berated our emailer three times. Danielle knows that I have nothing but the deepest affection for her. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Even if she doesn't know her cardinal directions. Okay. Gluten-free options. Pay attention. Okay, I'm listening. Our gluten-free options are small. Marshmallow Dream Bar, packaged chips and popcorn, kind bars, and various snacks. Most of them, except the Marshmallow Dream Bar, isn't made by Starbucks. Our egg white bites are wheat-free. Well, unfortunately, I can't have egg whites. And while that marshmallow dream bar does sound good, well, I guess I need to I need to know what a marshmallow dream bar is. I'm assuming it's a chocolate-covered marshmallow of some kind. And if it's milk chocolate, then it's dairy, and I can't have that either. So if it's something else, let me know. Partner explanation. My coworkers and I are part of a shared success. As partners, we can cultivate a friendly and safe work environment. For me, I am the eco-friendly advocate at my store. 
I always make sure we bag up our used coffee grounds for compost, and I always remind patrons that when they bring in a reusable cup, they save 10 cents. And they save the use of a plastic cup. Starbucks is working on developing a recyclable cup, because right now our cups aren't recyclable. Why do they have to develop a recyclable cup? Can't they just, like, pay someone to supply them with a recyclable cup? I would imagine that's not how Starbucks does things. Starbucks always has to be unique. Mm. Recipe cards. Recipe cards can be found online. And here's a link to one. So you're saying the Starbucks Gestapo is not coming for us. That makes me a little sad. I know. I I thought we were special. While most current cards are on various websites, it's now easier to find recipes to drinks. The only two drinks I recall that were kept secret was the infamous Unicorn Frappuccino, she never got to try it, or the Crystal Ball Frappuccino from this year. I heard about the Unicorn thing, but I never even I've heard never about heard the, heard the Crystal, Crystal Ball. one. No. Hmm. Maybe it hasn't made its way this far east yet. And yes, we are east of Oklahoma. In fact, we are northeast of Oklahoma. Yeah, given that we are in the northeast, that was probably a safe bet. Shut up. <laughs> Pumpkin Spice Latte. If you were to order a soy PSL with no whipped cream, these are the ingredients. I love that she came up with the ingredients. Organic vanilla soy milk. I like What say you? Good. I'm not going to read all of the... uh, No? Cane juice, calcium carbonate, vanilla flavor, sea salt. Carrageenan. I went to high school with her. (laughs) Pumpkin spice sauce. That's what I can't have. Condensed skim milk and pumpkin puree. Can't have nope. it. Nope. Can so I have spice... it without the pumpkin spice sauce? Well, let's read or the next that... paragraph. Oh. So the spice sauce would need to be changed for it to be truly vegan. Speaking of vegan options, Starbucks does not currently have a vegan whipped cream option. The current whipped cream is made with extra heavy cream and eight pumps of vanilla. If you've seen advertisements for the current Ultra Caramel and Triple Mocha Frappuccinos, the whipped cream is delicious. Four pumps of white mocha and four pumps of Ultra Caramel, heavy cream, and cold brew. How much sugar is in this? You will never blink again. (laughs) Doc, to answer your question about shots per size, for hot drinks, short and tall drinks, get one shot of espresso. Grandes and Ventis get two. For iced, there's not a short cup option. Tall iced drinks get two shots, grande three, and venti four. But the Americano hot or iced gets an extra shot because of the water that's added to keep it hot or cold. I used to think venti's always got two shots of espresso until a couple of years ago. If you want more shots, then you can add a shot for 50 to 80 cents. Sometimes ordering a double tall later... I'm assuming that means supposed to mean latte. Oh, yeah. It's more expensive than grande. Oh, also, so that's what a double means. Also, <laughs> if you get an iced tea or iced coffee, you can get a refill free as a Starbucks Rewards member. Refills are only 50 cents. Wait. I can get a refill for free as a reward. I assume I have to build up points or something to get the free refill. Or but maybe if I, it's... But if I go no. into your store... No, there's a period there. You're, the refills are free if you're a Starbucks Rewards member. Period. Refills are only 50 cents. Well, that part doesn't make any sense. I'm, I'm still thinking that refills are 50 cents. 
but I might be able but to she just earn said you can a, free get a refill, refill free. Or a refill's fifty cents for anybody. That wouldn't make well, any sense. Well, either way, regardless of the free thing, are you telling me that if I get an iced coffee, I can just go up to the counter and say fill it up for fifty cents? That's awesome. Not that I have much opportunity to go hang out in a Starbucks these days, but you know, that's a that's a way to spend an afternoon. I'm surprised there are not more Starbucks on the campus that you work at. I would think there would be like two or three. Uh, there are two. Where's the other one? There's one where you know there's one. Yeah. And there's one now in the bookstore. Really? Really, really. The cafe hmm. that was in the bookstore is gone, yeah. and it's a Starbucks now. I remember helping to inst- like put in all the stuff for oh, that Oh, and, and because the bookstore is owned by Barnes & Noble, this Starbucks is not a real Starbucks. It's a Barnes & Noble Starbucks. Barnes & Noble Cafe, the next part of Danielle's email. The cafe sells some Starbucks products, but not all. So, for example, the cafe doesn't have the proper equipment to make a blonde roast or espresso or a nitro cold brew. That's a, well, think, hey, actually, the one... Okay, well, I don't know, but the calf, the, the Barnes & Noble Starbucks we have can do blonde espressos. Or what does blonde, blonde mean? Blonde lattes? I don't know, but they were advertising them in the window. That's all I know. Ah, okay. Danielle, tell me what it means, because I don't know what it means. I think most of the baked items in the cafe are from Barnes & Noble, except the cheesecake, which is from the Cheesecake Factory. Holy poop cake. You can buy a whole cheesecake for 10% with the Barnes & Noble membership. Okay, stop. You can buy a whole cheesecake for 10% with the Barnes & Noble membership. That reads that I only have to pay 10% of the cost. You get 90% off of a cheesecake? That's my question, Danielle. I think you meant 10% off, but I don't know. If it's 90% off, you should buy those things and sell them on eBay. I love that she has to go back. I know, I'm I'm almost sure that Danielle has to pause, write down what we're asking her, and then, like, go back and listen again, because (laughs) we're just, this is becoming the Starbucks show with Danielle featuring back in D.C. That's fine. And in part two, I'll get to talk about my favorite drinks and my get these hands story. Cheers, Danielle. Well, now I can't wait for part two. I'm terrified. All right, Danielle Sullivan, part two, experiment. <laughs> okay, you can't say you have a get these hands story and then subject line the next email experimentation because the brain goes places. When Maybe you yours do that. does. Hi again. My favorite wrestling barista story was from the week of WrestleMania. A patron, we'll call him Fink, better be Howard Finkel, we know a, a drink. Fink. We do, actually. Ordered a drink, only using his hands for size description. He then apologized for not knowing the drink size, and my response was, that's okay. Every time I see someone do that, I think of the phrase, get these hands. Fink laughed for a long time and then mentioned that he's a wrestling fan. We both marked out that it was WrestleMania week, and my partners just rolled their eyes at me. I had already talked so much about Mania during that week, that I think they were over it. Danielle, usually if you talk about wrestling to anyone who's not a wrestling fan, they are immediately over it. Immediately. 
They were over it before it began. Mm. Mrs. Matthews is not a wrestling fan. She's been over it for going on 13 years now. Mm. I had to then re-explain the Get These Hands reference, which meant showing clips of Braun Strowman via YouTube. Excellent. I also reference wrestling at work a lot, and sometimes the reaction I get is great. My favorite is explaining the Jeff Jarrett gimmick. Okay. I'm, I I'm disappointed. I'm disappointed no story. That, that you do not go on to tell us your explanation of the Jeff Jarrett gimmick. Right back. I want to hear yeah. this. DC, to answer your question, yes. I do experiment with some of my favorite drinks. I would like to remind everyone that anything said is in my opinion and my own taste buds and do not reflect those of the wonderful company I work for. You know what it means. The Starbucks Gestapo is not after us. It's true. They are hunting Danielle. It's true. It's true. As partners, we can have a free drink 30 minutes before and 30 minutes after our shift ends. Free drink per break and a free food item. Hmm. That's pretty good. So you can walk away with three to five drinks per day. I also bring my own reusable cups and straws to save on the use of plastic and paper cups because you are the eco-friendly partner. Correct. I like to start my days with an iced chai tea with soy milk, light or no ice, depending on my mood. If it's raining, I enjoy a hot chai tea latte or a soy hot chocolate with no whipped cream. By midday, I need coffee. Most Saturdays, I have an iced blonde caramel macchiato Shots are poured on top with soy milk. Our blonde espresso was launched in January, the day I started training, and is a lighter roast. The lighter the roast is, the more caffeine is within the beans. She just explained it. We she didn't did. even need her to do it. So it's just it's Go. just a it's just a light roast. Makes sense. I alternate between ending my days with a refresher or a frappuccino. If you get the chance, straw the try the strawberry. Akai? Asai? How do you pronounce that word? I'm going to go with the hard consonant. Akai. Yeah. Lemonade refresher. There's also a chai cream frappuccino that's not coffee-based. Yummy! Also, our hot teas are wonderful as well. Wow. She's really good at selling her company. I don't even like coffee, and I want to go to Starbucks. Oh, I love coffee, but I will say, three to five drinks a day, my heart would explode in my chest. I had... I. I didn't have to go to the bathroom before I started reading Danielle's emails, <laughs> and now I do. Yeah. Yeah. I think I answered all of y'all's questions from this past week, so I have a few of my own. Okay. Number one. If you could have a wrestling coffee or tea shop, what would the name of the store be, and how would the interior look? Like. <laughs> um. Hmm. Well, I would call it the Lord Alfred Hayes. Because when I think tea shop in wrestling, Lord Alfred Hayes comes to mind. So it would be called Lord Alfred Hayes. Um, what I like would it. it. Look, what would it look like? That's a tougher question. I want to say, like, I'd have all the different sets from the various talk shows over the years. Like, there'd be a section that would be an all plaid for Piper's Pit. There would be a section like the flower shop from Adrian Adonis. There would be a section that would be more Hollywood for Ms. TV. Mm. Yeah, those sound like those sound like good ideas, DC. You just don't want to answer, so you're going with me. I'm fine with it. I just number two. You know, I'm keeping these ideas for my own business plan. Ah, yeah. Number two, if you could be a cartoon character for one week, who would you be, and what chaos would you cause? Wow. 
Uh, I think we should probably do each other. But what would I be? What would my cartoon character be? I feel like we're just naturally pinky in the brain. <laughs> okay, fair. But no, but, that's fine. Your your idea was better. Your idea was better than mine. You can replace a lamppost. I'm looking at a bare light bulb. There you go. There you go. So what are we gonna do tonight, Doc? <laughs> Um, the, same the same thing, thing we, we do, do every night, DC. Try to take over the world. It's DC and the Doc. It's DC and the Doc. They both like wrestling, and they like to talk. No. Well, that's a Stretch. better rhyme than I would have gone with. <laughs> uh, question three. Okay, so I'm trying to figure out some better breakfast food options. Do you guys have any to-go-to favorites? Mine is always cereal, but I've started adjusting to granola, berries, and Greek yogurt. Or breakfast bars when I am running late. Keep up the great work, Danielle. Danielle, we love you. Thank you for excellent emails. Yes. Um, what have you been eating for breakfast these days? Uh, cereal. The cereal I have is from Trader Joe's. I forget what it is, but it's gluten-free, and I have that with almond milk. And it's pretty good. Um... I did find also, I, before this whole thing, I did eat a lot of Greek yogurt. I would put some granola in there sometimes. Now I've been eating some cashew yogurt, some almond yogurt, uh, some soy yogurt, some coconut milk yogurt. I had no idea that those were things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They are, and they're not yep. very good. I've been going, I, I'd usually do a Greek yogurt, mm. unless I make chocolate chip pancakes. Um I found some gluten-free bagels, which do have egg in them, but I'm figuring it's such a small amount, I'm going to give it a shot. And I think that's fair. I can't put butter on it, and actually a lot of margarine has milk in it, which I can't have. Um, so we did find a margarine that is dairy-free, and on top of that, when I was at Trader Joe's, I also found a vegan cream cheese. So it's, it's kind of gelatinous i'm imagining it must be soy based i didn't really read the ingredients or i mean i did but i don't remember what it is now it's almost like a soy spread it kind of has that tart cream cheese flavor it's 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 kind of weird looking at it but it kind of has the same consistency and flavor so it's actually been pretty good um no fair enough i was gonna say can you do jam probably i mean i have to look at the ingredients but i would think so all right. Um, yeah, I go with yogurt. I've, I've been usually, well, again, it depends. Sometimes I just do the yogurt if I'm lazy. But other times I will crush up some honey roasted almonds and then add some fresh fruit. Oatmeal is good, too. Go for oatmeal. Poffee. Poffee, poffee. Oatmeal is good. All right. Or, you know, you work at a Starbucks. Go get something good there. Oh. Let's continue. I hope you weren't done with Starbucks because our next email comes from Mitchell Monroe titled Extra Starbucks Perspective. Am I doing another one? You sure are. I don't read long emails. This is not my shtick. Hey, you guys. I fully meant to assist Danielle in answering some of the Starbucks questions last week, but my wife and I had waited to go on our honeymoon, so I was busy enjoying the wonders of Disney World. (gasps) I love Disney World. Mitchell. You have to write back and tell us all about it. What would you love? What did you like? Where did you stay? What was your favorite ride? Did you get any good photos? Did you eat a Mickey ice cream bar? Tell me everything. Tell me everything. 
I love Disney World. I really do, too. I love Disney I, World. I understand that you do. It's, it's the fact that 80% of this show is you being somewhat nope of negativity-ish, <laughs> and then the other 20% is just childlike joy. Yeah, so? I can have... I, I'm just saying, I love I love the dichotomy of that. But yes, obviously now we need to cover Disney. And since it's your With, honeymoon, tell us all about the deets. Did you consummate? Let us know. Don't do that, Mitchell. <laughs> Mitchell. <laughs> Some things need to be kept private. That is one of the things. Please tell us all about Space Mountain The Ride. <laughs> Not Space Mountain. The other thing. <sighs> With that in mind, though, well, that was here's, good. My, <laughs> here's my attempt to try to bolster some of the answers Danielle gave and answer your new questions. Number one, out of eight. <laughs> so Danielle explained that Barnes & Noble are not actually owned by Starbucks, and that's why they don't take gift cards. I can expand on that further because I, too, worked at a Starbucks that didn't take the gift cards, but it was not a Barnes & Noble. I worked at a Starbucks kiosk on my college campus for about three years and was technically employed by Pioneer College Caterers. You see, Starbucks has a program called We Proudly Serve, where you pay for the right to serve their products but don't actually partner with them. So if you use a Starbucks gift card, it would essentially be like Starbucks getting paid for that product twice once by the person who has the deal with them, and once by the customer. And the kiosk never getting paid for it. So if you see We Proudly Serve arched above that Starbucks logo, it means you can't use a Starbucks gift card. If it's absent, you're clear to use it. Good I'm actually a little confused about that, because I feel like... I don't want to look closer, but I do feel like the Starbucks in our bookstore, which is a Barnes & Noble bookstore just says Starbucks. I don't think it says we proudly serve anywhere. Well, I don't know that this Barnes & Noble one does. But oh. other places that pr proudly serve Starbucks products might. Hmm. Maybe. Number two. You also asked Danielle if the we proudly serve stores like Barnes & Noble, so apparently they are, I was wrong, don't ah. serve all Starbucks products, or if they also serve their own non-Starbucks products. The answer to this is both. Nice. When I worked at the kiosk, we were only allowed to make five of the Frappuccino flavors, and only in the grande size. Mm. But we also had Sara Lee branded muffins, and obviously Barnes & Noble has the different sandwich options and stuff. You can even get Cheesecake Factory cheesecake there. Again with we the poop cake! <laughs> I will say, Barnes & Noble gets away with making a lot more of the Starbucks branded products, because they have a nationwide deal. Makes sense. Number three, Danielle talked about the recipe for eggnog lattes, but unless I'm mistaken, never answered your question about if they would let you bring your own non-dairy eggnog in. A lot of it depends on the Starbucks, but the ones under the We Proudly Serve program can oftentimes get away with a lot more, so you would have a better shot there. I can't imagine it would be a problem either way, though. Worst that happens is they say no. I suppose the worst that happens is they say no, I get angry, I take the eggnog, I throw it at their face, they break a tooth, 
or, you know, fall over and hit their head and they die. And then the police come and I go to jail. I mean, I think that's probably the worst thing that happens. Probably. Number four. In the vein of Doc's new diet and Starbucks drinks, I can't imagine the pumpkin spice would be a problem if he got a non-dairy version. The problem is he can't eat pumpkin spice. A lot of this is based off what I've seen online, but I don't think much real pumpkin is used in the syrup. Well, apparently apparently you're wrong, because in that last email we just got from Danielle, it said pumpkin puree, so... Past that, the syrup is just like the bottom half inch of the cup. I would say go for it and keep a close watch on how you feel for a few days. Yeah. Thank you, Dr. Monroe. I actually might. We'll see. I don't know. Number five, a fun fact to add to the origin of the size names. When Starbucks first started in Seattle, they actually had two sizes, an 8-ounce short cup and a 12-ounce tall cup. They eventually discontinued 8-ounce cup and added 16-ounce and 20-ounce. But people were already familiar with the now smallest cup being tall, so they decided to get creative with the new names. Huh. That's interesting. That is interesting. Six. Along with size questions, Doc asked if he was getting the same amount of coffee in a venti versus a grande. The answer is yes. Unless it's an Americano, which which does add extra shots for the larger sizes, or if you specifically order an extra shot in your venti. Hmm. Now, Americano, that's just um, espresso and hot water, right? So it's dilute like a coffee, but the base of it was an espresso at some point. I, I, I think that's what an Americano is. It, we're, we're getting to that in the next paragraph. Oh, oh, okay. Seven. Finally, you asked about favorite drinks or random creations. As a barista and a simple man, my favorite drink has always been a large iced Americano with extra ice, no cream, no sweetener. If you don't know... An Americano is simply a regular coffee made using espresso shots in water instead of being brewed as a pot. Well, that's not regular coffee at all. That's espresso diluted in water. God, Mitchell! American soldiers who were in Italy in WW2 wanted coffee that reminded them of home, but all they had were the espresso shots, so baristas created this drink to make something more familiar Mm. for them. I like it over a regular iced coffee because, to me, the pressure-brewed espresso has a bite to it that you don't get from regular coffee. Agreed. I get it iced because it's crisp, refreshing, and without the cream or sugar, it is a great, cool treat that I digest easily. Mm. I get extra ice because if you don't with an Americano, they usually don't put enough, and since the coffee has just been hot, it ends up being lukewarm and gross. Hence, extra ice. Good to know. I also don't do any sort of sugar or sweetener, but I... I do always uh, have to have some sort of creamer. Uh, so and th- now it's soy milk, but anyways. Number eight. Since this is a novel by now, I'll keep the random creations short. <laughs> I made tons of random new things all the time, but the ones that stuck around as great were typically simple. For example, adding cinnamon dolce to a vanilla bean frappuccino is awesome. Sounds good. I also mixed flavors that ended up being highly similar to the butterbeer secret menu item that floated around later. I can't remember entirely what went into that, though. I believe cinnamon dolce and toffee nut and caramel. I also spent six months as a barista at a more traditional fair trade homemade coffee house. But I like to consider myself an enthusiast and not a snob. Sorry, didn't expect this email to go so long. Your bestie. Mitchell. Mitchell, never apologize for your emails. Don't you think that all snobs probably think of themselves as enthusiasts? Do you think there are any snobs who say to myself, who say to themselves, yes, I am a snob? 
Yes, because they think it's if they at least admit that they're a snob, it's somehow better. Mm. It's more snob-like if they're snobby. <laughs> you can read Jeremy's email. Can I? All right. Backing it up. Jeremy, no subject. I just damn near twisted my ankle walking to my desk to type this email. What is the lamest way you've ever significantly injured yourself? Sent from my Hotmail account. Where did you come from, Cotton Eye Joe? I've been married a long time ago. Where did you come from? Where did you go? Where did you come from, Cotton Eye Joe? Now, give me the full... Give me the full explanation here. Were you line dancing to that song, or were you doing just Junior like a random, like Junior hand clap, stomping your leg type thing? What, what, what was what was happening? Junior year of college. Yes, yes, I remember it well. Our first year as roommates. A group. A glorious of friends. year that it was. Oh yeah, great. A group of friends are going country line dancing. Um, I am a mild fan of country music. I don't know at that point if I had ever been country line dancing, but why not? Let's go country line dancing. Um, so I leave young Doc Manson to do whatever it is Doc Manson does when he's by himself. You I wasn't by myself. I wasn't going to tell the story, but if you would <laughs> like to, you can. No, it's um, okay. And we go line dancing. And... I like to consider myself, to be honest, I'm not a bad dancer. I can cut a carpet if I need to. Mm. And so Cotton Eye Joe comes on. I've always enjoyed that song. And um, in Cotton Eye Joe, the actual line dance involves, at one point, you kind of bring your foot up. So you bend your knees in odd angles. It's kind of, you know, you bend. How would you you know how this dance goes if you've never been line dancing before? They have people that kind of show you how to do it. So there are people who go line dancing all the time. They know all the line dances. They're up at the front kind of tutoring. You kind of hang in the back. And once you think you've got the idea, you kind of join in. Okay. So I just just want to point out this. This sounds like hell on earth to me. I understand. Okay. I'm not wild about it. I've only been maybe two or three times since, if not less, but. It was fun. There was a good group of people there. So I don't know about we that. We go. We're Cotton Eye Joeing it. And at one point, what I believe has happened now that I have had some physical therapy and talked to doctors and things about it and had is there are times where my kneecaps don't do their jobs. Mm-hmm. And so the two bones, whose names escape me at the moment, um, the fibia, <laughs> the tibia. Uh-huh. And the humerus, or is that in the arm? Uh, yeah, the humerus is in the arm. So that was wrong. So the, the femur. Tibia. Ah, the femur. Yeah. And the tibia. Right? <laughs> sure, yes. Um, so those, those are two the two bo- that come together in the, in the knee. Thank you. Yes. So those two bones will crack into each other, causing what is, I believe, called a bone bruise. And so that is what they They shouldn't, believe. though, because they, they should be cushioned. With um, meniscus and, and other viscera, should they not? Ah, I don't know. But I got a bone bruise, so at one point okay. it feels like my leg stops working and I fall to the floor. In serious amounts of pain. So I am helped up, we ice it, I think we hung out for a while, and we leave, and I am driven the hour or so home back to our dorm. Um, 
Would you like to go on? By all means, go ahead. Uh, so I make it in. We, li- we are living on the second floor of the north tower of our dormitory. Um, so I probably took the elevator. And I make my way around to the door to find... Now, for those youngins... <laughs> when you go to college uh-huh. and you're rooming with people, you usually come up with some sort of signal in case your roommate would like to use the room um, for some Disney World purposes. <laughs> And if they would like to use the room for some Disney World purposes, maybe they put a, you know, maybe it's a hair tie, maybe it's a necktie, maybe it's a sock. You cover the doorknob in some way that sends the signal, please don't come in here. (laughs) So after this injury, I limp around the corners to find that I can't get into my room. Now, this is before iPhone, so I can't, you know, send a great SMS message or all of that sort of stuff. So I believe I did send a text that just said, I'm outside. And I went downstairs and sat on a bench Uh in the lobby. True. And just kind of waited until uh, Space Mountain was over. (laughs) I, I, I believe I got your text, and I believe I... I want to say I went down to the lobby and found you and said, hey, what's going on? I thought you were going to be out all night. Can you give me some more time? <laughs> and I believe you did not explain to me at all what had per- happened to you that night. And you were sitting yes. there. So I didn't even realize something had happened. And all you said was, yeah, yeah, whatever. Go ahead. And so then I go back upstairs. Do my thing. Well, well, I'd like to point out, yes, it is It is a knee injury. There is a lot of pain. But I understand that when you're at Disneyland and you've been waiting in line all those hot hours to get on the ride you really want to go on, you don't want to get cut in line and blocked by somebody who's disabled. <laughs> um, I just want... I, well, I think this is one of my high moments in my life, um, <laughs> denying an injured man access to his own dormitory. Uh, well, I, I just I just want you to go on record. I want to go on record as saying, if I had known you were injured, yes, of course, it probably course. would have played out differently. So, yes. Yeah, so I don't remember what happened. I'm sure I found somebody else to go. Like, I don't know what what happened after I don't that, think I so. Do... I'm pretty sure when I found you again, you were still, still on that bench. bench. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. So that would be the lamest injury, except I remember that in high school, a similar injury happened, and I believe I was also dancing to Cotton Eye Joe. <laughs> <laughs> of course you were. Of course uh, you were. We were in Montreal on a French trip. We were on a cru- like a boat having dinner and there was dancing and I injured myself dancing to Cotton Eye Joe. All so. right. Okay. It plays sometimes at my school. We have music to kind of start our day. And you uh, just stand there like this. Stock still like a statue. <laughs> Hands folded. Arms over your chest. I allow myself to dance from the waist up. <laughs> Finger pointing. That is it. Uh, what about you? Lamest way you've ever injured yourself? I mean, I don't think this is actually all that lame. I think this might be the coolest way I've ever injured myself. But when I was in kindergarten, 
I was uh, way into the movie The Three Amigos, which, as you know, stars Steve Martin, Martin Short, and Chevy Chase as the titular Three Amigos. And uh, I believe in this movie, I don't know if it's whips. I think it's whips, but it, it could be lassos. They use them, um, you know, to to either whip a pole or tie a lasso or like, throw it. And, and anyways, they use the rope like implement to go swinging uh, from from building to building, you know, to make their escape. And I was so enamored this kindergarten uh, Doc Manson with this film. I and I said to myself, well, I have a piece of rope. I have a swing set in my backyard. I have a perch upon the top of the slide where I could start from. And I, I looped the rope around the top bar of the swing set. I stood at the top of the slide and I said, whatever it is you exclaim when you are one of the three amigos. And I jumped from the top of the slide and I'm going to guess my weak little kindergarten hands simply could not hold on to the rope, which was simply looped over the top of that swing set. I went crashing down to the ground like a sack of potatoes, fell upon my arm, left arm, hyperextended it, hairline fracture up it, and I was in a cast for, I don't know, six weeks, eight weeks. Uh, broke my arm. Uh, Your injury is far cooler than mine. Yeah, I distinctly remember it, and I can. That's exactly why I did it too. Um, yeah, the lamest way I broke a bone was probably in college when I punched a concrete wall and broke my hand. That was pretty lame, and stupid. Yeah, yeah. we've been there. We've all been there. Don't do that, people. Don't do it that. It was when you realized that your roommate was going to try to sneak entrance <laughs> to his dormitory. No, this was freshman year, so. Ah, okay. Uh, you're on deck for the next email there, my friend. Okay, In fact, hey, I'm going to let you read it. Well, I'll be right back. But I might need you. All I'll right. I'll be back quick. Hey, boys. Put a shrimp upon the Barbie. Bethany Westbrook is here to play. So, yeah. I've been really busy with finals lately. Now I have finished. My summer plans consist of firstly backpacking on the Dalmatian coast of Croatia, as well as a YouTube series on living in a student dorm. Although term time may have been a better time in hindsight. Anywho, wrestling time. So yeah, with WWE having more money than ever with the Fox deal, they do not need to rely as much on pay-per-views and merch for revenue. Remember my first email about WWE, about whether WWE Network could survive without pay-per-views? Doc says he doesn't watch anything else on there like Ride Along. So yeah, my question, how about we keep the Big Five and do the other pay-per-views like how NXT would do Full Sail Takeovers on Wednesday? So, for example, SmackDown could have a July special of The Great American Bash, and Raw could have a September special of Unforgiven. So, yeah, Fox and NBC are paying billions. Therefore, they will want the TV episodes to be worth it. Are the days of constantly building to a Sunday pay-per-view on a different network or medium in the past? 
perhaps we can now have pay-per-view-like shows, like SmackDown Wild Card Finals of December 2016, which proved this. So yeah, it worked for NXT, and perhaps only the Big Five can be on the network. Remember, the money is now in TV, not pay-per-view. It makes sense. So yeah, until next time from the Gold Coast of Australia, Bethany Westbrook. So yeah, heart emoji. Hold on, I'm trying to catch up. He's basically saying, what if they have pay-per-views that aren't pay-per-views, like on midweek, Wednesday night on the network, you could have just like a SmackDown special as opposed to an actual pay-per-view. Um I mean, yeah, you totally could do that. But his greater point is, you know, are we maybe entering into a phase now that we see these TV deals? That's where all the money is. Could we be entering a phase where the WWE is no longer going to be interested in building to a pay-per-view, but instead trying to keep us interested in the television programming? Because, again, that's where the money is. And honestly, there's something to that. Um, the pay-per-views are not valuable anymore, at least not in the way they used to be. So I just don't know if they can do that. I I don't know. It would have to take, it would have to take time. You would have to, you would have to keep the, like they, I think the, the emailer said, you would have to keep the big tent poles and then the other ones. Yeah, you could do it. But, but again, if that's the case. And again, I, I didn't read the entirety of the email. Um, anytime something starts with "Hey, a boys" with multiple Z's, I kind of tune out. Um, but if they're doing network specials, shouldn't it be the the show itself? That's the big thing. Is that what the emailer said? Like SmackDown once a month, we'll have just a really big episode of SmackDown on Fox. I think that's a possibility. Yes, it's one Rather possibility having- posed. Rather than having a, you know, pay-per-view. I like that idea. Um, Again, it kind of takes away from the network. What do I have the network for if all of the big stuff's happening on TV? It's true. But. But, yeah. It might be. But again, if one's going to cancel out the other, they're making a billion dollars doing Fox. So they're going to make who knows how much selling Raw whenever it's time to do that. But in all fairness, like, while they did make a bill, is it a billion or two billion on the Fox deal? I forget. It's One, a billion, 200 right? million a year for five years. Right. So it's only $200 million a year. And I say only, that's a lot of money. But the network does probably make them half that in profit. It's, they probably make something like $100 million well, a year. Well, you and I were doing, you did the math one time. It's $10 a month. Like, I don't remember how many subscribers they had, but you yeah. did the math. It's and pr- it's, I mean, what's the number of subscribers? It's right. It's close. But and then a lot of what goes towards the network is not pure profit. They have a lot of expenses there. Mm-hmm. So again, I, I, yeah. I, I, yeah. I, you know, maybe what they do is they have a super show, and those super shows are allowed to be on the again. I don't know. It's weird. We're we're entering into a weird time when I do feel uh, like they wrestling is going to change. But the question will be how Saturday Night Main Event on Fox will become a thing again. Hey, I'll take it. Yeah. We'll see. I'll take it. I'll take it. And this right, last, last one comes in from our good buddy, Glenn. Was sent while recording. It or was. right before recording. Hi, guys. With the announcement of UK wrestling legend Johnny Saint 
being signed as GM of the UK brand. Do you think this brings us near to having a UK championship weekly show on the network? Thanks, Glenn. Sorry if this is a bit late for this week's recording, Thursday the 6th. It's the 7th. It is. But that's okay. Um, Yeah, I saw that on Twitter today that WWE announced that Johnny Saints, the GM of the UK brand, and so I sent out a tweet being like, I must have missed something. I've been kind of out of the loop. Someone fill me in and everyone's like, no, you haven't missed anything. <laughs> There's no announcement, no show, no no announced dates. I, I, but we're heading we're I, heading into this big UK tournament again. Mm, so That's true. So maybe we should expect to hear something soon. But, I yeah. mean, I saw the announcement about the GM. I did the same thing. And I went to the news sites and I was like, oh, they must have also announced a show. And I found nothing. So No. My guess is that'll be... Um, the big news during that tournament. Regardless of whether they've announced anything, if they've announced a GM, that really makes it seem like there has to be a show coming, right? Yes. My question will be, will it actually take place in the United Kingdom? Right. Is WWE going to hire a crew and send them over there, even if it's just once a month to do tapings? That's still sending a crew to the United Kingdom um, or are they going to, you know, the rumor was that uh, UK indie promotions like Progress or like ICW were going to start being aired on the network. Is that what it's going to be? Is that there's going to be UK brand? I can't imagine you would have a GM assigned to somebody else's shows. Like you're not just going to air Progress and have your own GM I agree. Like, that doesn't make any sense. It's odd. I also think it's odd. People are making a bigger deal of it on Twitter today. But it is funny to note that there are four general manager, no, five general managers on WWE programming, and four of them will now be from the UK. Regal, Page, Drake Maverick, and now Johnny Saint. Kurt Angle, the only American on the list. I'd like to point out that I have no idea who Johnny Saint is. And... Um, I'd also just like to ask, I guess, is it possible that they have a GM for the sole purpose of being an authority figure at the annual UK championship tournament? Sure. Because Regal was there before, and it doesn't make sense for Regal to be there now. Right. So, yeah, it makes total sense for Johnny Say. I imagine they try something, but it could be we're going to do a 90-minute show four times a year. We're going to essentially have takeovers. And that's it. Mm. We're going to have UK pay-per-views four times a year. I do think it's weird to do that. I mean, I just think it's weird to do that with a GM that's unique. You know what I mean? This guy who only shows up four times a year to be an authority figure. You think it would make more sense to just have Triple H do it or somebody who is established elsewhere. I'm all for them doing a show. It's just the logistics. Can they do a UK brand show if they tape it at Full Sail? And no. it just all feet. I mean, they could, but I feel yeah. like it would be limiting them in the talent that they're able to secure. Yeah. Well, right now, like at TakeOver, Adam Cole's going to wrestle Pete Dunne. I don't know if it's title versus title. It might just be to watch the two of them wrestle. But at some point, you're going to have a non-UK guy be UK champion. So, Bound to happen. Yeah. It's interesting. Again. Where we're, you know, one of the big things to come out of wrestling these last few weeks is what an amazing t- 
time it is just in terms of the change. Like when we're recording this in two years, there might be a whole lot different about wrestling than there is right now between the Fox deal and when, I don't know when the raw negotiations are or the different brands or whatever. So maybe that's my positivity for this week is the idea that change is afoot. We don't necessarily know exactly what form it's going to take, but we know that the current Something. model is going to look different mm-hmm. probably yeah. within the next we, couple of years. We already saw some changes with the WWE Network, and I think this is just going to be an even bigger version of that. Mm. So I am looking forward to being by your side the whole time. I will be there to hold your hand, Doc Manson, during all of this change. Cool. And if you happen to hurt your knee, you make sure you let me know. I will. All right. I will. I'll let you know. I'll keep you off Space Mountain. All right. Fair enough. If I can. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for riding this roller coaster of an episode. We went a little bit of everywhere, which is always one of my favorite times on this show is, is when it? we just... It is. my The shows where I storyboard things and I kind of plot it out and say I want to cover these things, they're good and I enjoy them. But the shows where I'm just like, let's just go where we're going. Let's talk lampposts. <laughs> let's talk uh, punching Nick in the face for breaking my comment. Let's talk, you know, We spent Starbucks probably 45 for minutes. minutes talking about Starbucks, right? I mean, between those well, three novels of hey, emails. If you would like something else to talk about. If you would like to hear us talk about more than just coffee and frappuccinos, you need to send us an email. And what is that email address again, Doc Manson? Podcast at ddtwrestling.com. You can send us things. You can send us an email and say, hey, Danielle and Mitchell, we love you, but we, we feel like we're already stockholders in the Starbucks system. Let's change the subject. Let's talk Taco Bell. Because mm. I can talk Taco Bell. My first I like real Taco job. Bell. Just saying. I don't think I'm ever so, going to eat Taco Bell again, but I really not. like Taco Bell. Uh, in addition to that, we have a Patreon. You can join. Be a patron. Send us a few shekels. Dear us God, what- send us some shekels. We're running low on shekels, people. I think Let I think Mitchell what- abandoned us, which is Did okay. Really? It's okay. I understand. He's a married man now. He's got responsibilities. Well, he, had to go to Disney- he had to go to Disney World. That's right. He- somebody's got to pay the mouse. For that trip, I get it, and he's gonna break your kneecaps. But, uh, but yeah, get us some more shekels, people. Yeah, let us know what you want the rewards to be. Let us know what would make you want to be a DDT bestie on Patreon. I think I'm gonna start posting to our Patreon. I don't know what, but I'm gonna start posting. I was some gonna stuff. start posting. I was gonna start posting like the show sheets, but then I would have to make a show sheet. I was gonna start posting the doodles that I draw. Sometimes I, I, there are no doodles today, but sometimes I'm just kind of scribbling while we're talking, mm. which again probably sounds great on the, the microphone. But uh, <laughs> all right, otherwise ddtpod.com, ddtwrestling.com, and you can find us both on Twitter. Did I miss anything? I don't believe that you did, good buddy. Uh, anything else you would like to say, Doc Manson, before we head out into that beautiful almost summer evening? No, sir, Bob. He is Doc Manson at Doc Manson. I am DC Matthews at the DC Matthews. And until we meet again, my friends, won't you be our bestie?